Hey guys, your favorite blockhead has some very exciting news. Want to let you guys know that your favorite blockhead is now a proud member of the Yogi's Podcast Network. YFB is proud to bring you more content from my friends Mike and Toria over at the Nightly Rant. So you can follow their shows on the Yogi's Podcast Network, which will include Peeling the Orange, which will deal with all the issues in Orange County, the Nightly Rant. Liberty Revealed, and even one of my favorites, the Elite Podcast Academy, where you can learn everything you want to know about being a professional podcaster, be able to reach more people and give your influence, even work on monetization and on podcast notes, you name it. This course will walk you through how to be a better podcaster. And your favorite blockhead is always very blessed to mention his membership with the Dose Leprechauns Podcast Network. You can find those links on the show, and you can always find Dose Leprechauns on iTunes and on YouTube. That being said, what do you say we go ahead and start the show, shall we? Broadcasting live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for stopping by once again. You stopped by for the bonus episode. If you did, thank you again for stopping by and listening to Brother Sin and me shoot the breeze a little bit. Had a lot of fun with him with Squadcast. Looks like we finally got a process worked out for that. So he'll be on many more times in the future. You are listening to your favorite blockhead. The only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and Warriors Inside the Octagon the next. Again, I'm so thankful that Scott Quadcast actually worked out pretty well. Me and Brother Sin, I mean, we're talking Van Gogh and Rembrandt. We're using the same canvas, and we were painting a masterpiece. So there should be plenty more of those to look forward to in the future. I'm thankful to Kevin Sinier for coming on and many other guests that we have lined up in the future you'll be listening for. Super excited about that. Before we get started, guys, those who are Apple EarPod and AirPod listeners, are you tired of uncomfortable earphones that keep falling out? Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about my friends over at EarHooks. EarHooks will make you forget you're wearing earbuds at all. Their custom design enables the earphones to attach perfectly in your ears when you use the Apple's EarPods and the new wireless AirPods, providing a secure and comfortable fit. So you can use my link in the podcast to purchase an EarHooks 3-pack trio and save 20% at checkout by using the promo code TRIO20. That's capital T, capital R, capital I, capital O, 2-0 to get 20% off of your purchase of a 3-pack from EarHooks. Our scripture of the day is going to be coming from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. You see, just at the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Blockhead has been super thankful for the three-day weekend we've had for Good Friday, but again, during that time, as you watched, those of you that tuned into the live video saw that at that time period that our Savior was hanging on the tree. 
as I spent a little time in scripture and I really became moved by the words he spoke to the thief on his side saying that you will be with me in paradise. Guys, if you tune into this podcast and you're going, you're starting off on religious stuff, come on, man. Now look, if you're not sure of what I mean when I say when you're a sinner, if you look at the actual Greek translation of sin, it simply means to miss the mark. When you look into God's redemptive plan, all of this should be, it should embody your life when in spite of our undesirable character, you had a flawless man, a sinless man, who did nothing wrong. They got turned over to the crowd and did not step down from the cross. He didn't call 10,000 angels. This was part of the perfect plan. And the words he spoke were, it is finished. So guys, I pray that Romans 5 verses 6 through 8 can really resonate in your life. That you can spend time contemplating on it during this season of renewal. During tomorrow morning, if you don't have a church home, Blockhead would encourage you to please consider going to church. We'd love to see you whether it's at our church or whether it's somewhere near your home at Territory. Please go experience the goodness of the fellowship of the saints and be able to see the rising on the third day and see it through the scripture and how it is depicted and painted for all mankind until the end of our days. Guys, I normally don't take enough time to shout out some of my friends that are giving a lot of love to this podcast. I'm going to make sure that I put a link up for the iTunes page for Casually Kicking It out of Orlando. These guys have been giving plenty of love to your favorite blockhead, even though I don't deserve it. They seem to be interested in the show. And I think down the road we need to have a conversation with these guys as well. They have a fun podcast to listen to. And also, I now have stumbled across a fantastic podcast out of Philly called The Philly Special Report. Just like I follow the Sports Life podcast where life without sports is just talk. Now that I've stumbled across the Philly Special Report, it's been awesome to listen to the chemistry between these two guys and be able to see what they say about Philly sports. So it's going to be a good time. I'm going to put both of those shows up in here. I'm going to provide their links for you for casually kicking it and for the Philly Special Report podcast for you to go take the time to listen to. That's a free plug and a free shout out to friends who have been giving support to this show. In a way, I'm just as guilty of being desensitized sometimes when I'm going. I have, I've never even met these guys out in the podcasting world, but the community is starting to come together nicely. Speaking of feeling desensitized, I know a lot of us were glued to the TV or we, were, we turned up our radios a, a little bit louder when we heard of the Notre Dame Cathedral fire. And you know, one thing that really resonated with me is that when we think about Americans, this was even covered in the Easter Beagle episode for It's the Beagle Charlie Brown, where Lucy is showing how this is the gift-getting season and Schroeder's going, no, it's not, it's about renewal. All you think about is yourself. I don't know if you noticed how desensitized Americans really are even though that they were feeling the the need to be able to rebuild the structure, be able to sympathize with those that are hurting because of the, this tragedy, 
we didn't have any noted deaths on the scene. We did have our firefighters who were selflessly putting the flames out and trying to salvage anything on the inside. The thing that I noticed is how people in America were looking and going, oh, art could be destroyed. Okay, well, we've got the crown of thorns, we've got the cross, that's what matters. And they go back to eating their dinner, just as I saw in the CNN report of the fire brigade chaplain who actually joined a human chain of firefighters and continuously worked to get anything they could out of the building. For a time, the crown of thorns was actually in a safe and they weren't able to break it open until we got a crypt key to be able to bring the crown of, uh, of thorns outside of the building. And the emergency workers, the antiquity experts who continued to just try to pull out irreplaceable treasures like the art that's inside and send it to for damage control and be able to send it to repair and for uh, the process that needs to be fixed for for the fire. And, you know, in continuing to get these out of the building church and, and get them out into safety. I mean, their efforts, just amazing. That few hours that they spent saved hundreds of years of art, of history, of heritage, as the report covers for Fournier, who was talking about how it belongs to humanity and the world at large. If you listen to the surrounding crowd, they're yelling, can the art be saved? Well, a lot of tireless work from volunteers is what made this happen. And I look at how America responds to it, and they go, okay, it's art. That's, that's all it is. The rest of the world doesn't see it that way. You know who else felt a true connection with the art in Paris and the Notre Dame Cathedral? Charles Schultz. There's a sketch that he did in 1978 of the Notre Dame Cathedral from the apartment that he was at. If you look back on my Facebook page, you will see that I have shared that picture for my friends to look at. It just boggles my mind on how, well, yes, we avoided casualties, but the thought is, well, what's so significant about this art? Guys, that art is irreplaceable. It's rare. It's one of a kind. Adolf Hitler was known for stealing art during the time period of the Holocaust on into World War II. There is still art that he stole that is still hidden in bunkers to this day that has not been unearthed yet. There's so many that are still looking for these precious treasures. Take a look at the gentleman that found the horses, the sculptures that from Ted and from Ted reports. This gentleman spent his whole life and actually was able to recover the horses that Hitler stole out of one of the gardens. It, it just we don't we don't take the time to embrace and appreciate art in this in this culture that is so instant gratification. Take a look at how the rest of the world saw this. And how just knowing that that art may not be replaced and the anguish and the suffering and the pain that they went through. And as I continue to look, there are some other times that I thought, are we really... You know, this is just one incident. It's nice to see how much humanity has stepped forward and that the building's going to be replenished the art was able to be saved, and this is really more of a positive reaction post the fire. But as I go and look back at other events, and I go, it didn't just start here. 
I remember the Boston Marathon bombing. When this went off, I remember being on campus at Lubbock Christian University, and I went into one of the coffee shops just looking at the updates on my phone. I wanted to get to a television. I wanted to be watching a breaking news report. And it happened to be on. And I stood and I watched the bombs go off over and over again. And I looked around. And I realized I was the only one watching the screen. Now granted, I understand there are students that have deadlines, that have term papers to finish, that have essays, that have finals to worry about. But there was no mourning. There was no realizing that this is our neighbors that are being hurt by this bombing. I mean, if they did walk by, they go, oh man, that's terrible. And then they just move on with their day. Something just feels astray when we are this desensitized. When we, when we are waiting for it to personally affect us on a local area. When we can't look at our neighbors during the Boston bombings and think those are our neighbors. When we look at the Notre Dame Cathedral in flames. And people just go, well it doesn't really affect me, I better get back to what I was doing. With no remorse. With, it's not even an afterthought. I hope that this can resonate with you. Because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. When you look at the recent Boston Marathon, the Marine that crawled to the finish line, Marine Micah Hernan, who crawled for veterans, who crawled for his three brothers-in-arms that he lost in Afghanistan when their vehicle was hit by an IED. Him being in the same convoy. Even though his legs have completely locked up and he can't go any further, he feels like a failure, but he doesn't want any help. He wants to crawl across that finish line for them. And he mentions to Runner's World how he's running to get the story out, to get the veterans' issues that happen behind closed doors. He wants them to be out there. He wants to bring light to the issues that go unseen. From the bottom of my heart, from a veteran to another, thank you, Micah. And if I can leave you with one piece of solace, I would encourage all of you to go to YouTube and find Schroeder sharing the Pathetique Sonata by Beethoven. Charles Schultz knew how to embrace music, but he also shows how he embraced the art of that period. If you want a taste of the Renaissance, listen to Schroeder's Pathetique Sonata. It's on YouTube. It's easy to find. Thank you for allowing me just a chance to have that little that little rant, that little tangent of myself. It's just I would hope that that would be encouragement to be desensitized no more. And if there's any other issue since most of the guys I talk to on this show are 25 to 35, I know an issue that you got that I deal with as well. It's trying to keep your razor from being clogged and from dealing with it being a dull razor head. Well, I've got a solution for you. Blockhead wants to introduce you to the blade tap. The three-in-one razor unclogger, the sharpener, and the holder all in one. You can cut your shaving time in half. You can save some money. No more wasted water. And you can sharpen your blades with just a smooth transition. You have a smooth, close, comfortable shave every time. 
The brush is slightly frayed out, designed to get in between the blades of your razor. The clamp style holder has two grooves that hold the razor in place during storage or travel. And the honing pad is designed specifically to polish and sharpen the microscopic nicks on the blades of your razor as you press and slide firmly before setting the razor in the holder to go start your day. So guys, use the link in my podcast today to purchase the blade tap. And when you get to checkout, in order to save 20% off of your purchase, make sure you use the promo code TAPITCLEAN. All one word, all uppercase. T-A-P-I-T, clean. TAPITCLEAN to get 20% off of your blade tap. Thank you from your favorite blockhead for supporting the show and supporting my friends over at Blade Tap. Now as we continue forward into this, One thing that doesn't seem to be desensitized in the world of mixed martial arts is the possible matchup that we could be seeing from Dustin Poirier and Khabib. It's come across Twitter, and the buzz is out there for Khabib to come back off of his suspension, to be able to unify the titles for lightweight from not just to have an interim title for Dustin Poirier, but also to have Khabib to come back to see who truly is going to be the undisputed lightweight champion of the world for the UFC. I'm super excited about that possibility. Want to see it happen. Dustin Poirier absolutely deserves where he is today. I love the Max Holloway fight. It was so close. It was razor sharp. Dustin absolutely showed his class, his cordial respect. He is holding the title, and he is handling it well. His post-press conferences have been on point. Absolutely love Dustin Poirier. Do want to see him have his chance against Khabib. The time has come to get him back into the cage because we can finally move past the Conor era, and we can move forward into what I've called the Eisenhower era of MMA to see who is going to be the flagship for the lightweight championship. I'm looking forward to this one, and guys, I haven't given him enough love on this show, and I intend to give him some now. I don't want to just call him my cartoonist, quote-unquote, because most of it is pro bono, it's from his heart. Somehow we connected with another podcast, and then we just started talking about what my show was about. We have a lot of similarities in our personality, and all of a sudden he started doing the converging of peanuts and MMA. It was literally a hold my root beer type of thing to where he accepted the challenge and he's going to be doing a lot more cartoons in the future just simply because he wants to. Well, I gave him an option. I had a Eureka and I sent him a message and said, I want you to take a challenge. I want you to do a combination of Franklin and Pigpen and merge that into one of the bloodiest Battles and one of the most amazing rivalries, one of the most outstanding fights in the history of the UFC, Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald. And sure enough, if you are looking at the art that I am placing into this podcast, whether it's the thumbnail or the link that is in the show, you will see that he has converged Franklin Lawler and Pigpen McDonald into one awesome display of craftsmanship a true cartoonist at heart just like Charles Schultz said many times all he ever wanted to be was a cartoonist I want this guy to one day 
It's part of my dream for him to be able to be paid commissions. And you listeners are going to be on this journey with me as well. Dell absolutely deserves the respect he is getting now for the work he has done and will continue to do for the show. Again, it is all from the bottom of his heart. It's because he wanted the challenge and he is showing what level of expertise he has. I just don't know anybody else that could. I sent him a few of the highlights between the two on the on the rivalry that they had and really how in even in the end they left it in the cage. And now Rory McDonald has gone forward into Bellator. He is now part of the Welterweight Grand Prix, which is interesting to me that he is still holding the title. The hot title has not been stripped. It's not been um it has not been on hold until we have the final uh, win. Now, if he loses in the brackets, then he will have to surrender the title to whoever wins the finale for the welterweight. But I believe, with just looking at the rivalry he had with Robbie Lawler, to see how relevant he still is in the UFC, how I believe Rory McDonald is just one notch above the rest of the talent. I am going to be watching for um, Douglas Lima and Michael Venom Page. MVP looks like he'll probably go forward into the brackets. I really believe this. I'm going to make my assumption. I'm not giving my prediction. My assumption is we're going to see Rory McDonald and MVP for the finals of the Welterweight Grand Prix, and the Rory McDonald will be able to hold the title the entire way. What a compelling narrative. And there's really nothing more that I have at this point for MMA. I have another podcast that I'm going to be talking on tonight about 8 o'clock. So be watching the upcoming date of the alerts that I'm going to share with you. So I'm also going to throw a couple of things up. Thanks to Dell, I now know what it means to have a cup of Kofi. The Kofi account, if you want to give donations to this show, think of it almost like I have performed for a nightly coffee shop and you've decided that you, I'm deserving of a quote, tip or some kind of patronage the Kofi account will be available through the links the patreon if you want to become a patron for the show then i'll make sure that link is there available too he says you need to make sure you promote yourself a little more <laughs> i kind of believed i was enough with the affiliate links that i would put up but nonetheless i'm going to make sure that i put those out there sometimes that gets forgotten and falls through the cracks so i'm appreciative of his work the cartoons are continuing to come and they're fantastic be watching the website and be watching the Facebook page as we continue to put out his work. But one last thing, guys, if you are interested in supporting the show in another way, in a fun way, baseball season is here. The Texas Rangers are starting to warm up just a little bit. It looks to me like the Angels and Mike Trout are really starting to wow the crowd. The bats are getting hot. And your favorite block is encouraging you as he steps onto the mound and starts up the new season for baseball with his team, he encourages you to get your sporting event and concert tickets through your link for Ticket Hot. Ticket Hot is a retail marketplace allowing you access to the tickets you want, whether it's a sporting event or just a night out to a concert with the family. All tickets are back with a 100% money back guarantee. Your tickets will arrive on time and will be valid for entry. And you can save 10% off of your tickets by when you get to checkout, after you got your tickets to your event, make sure you use the promo code TH10OFF. That's capital T, capital H, one zero, capital O, capital F, capital F. And with that, I send you off. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
this has been your favorite blockhead and we will see you the next time around.